Hello, everybody, and welcome to the stream scene. We've got an awesome episode for you guys today talking about content creation outside of streaming or what I have coined extracurricular content. It's really difficult to say. It's so hard that's, to say. It's not working out. It's not working out. Um, <laughs> Type it, spell check it, leave it there, but saying it is an entirely extracurricular content. It, it looks <clears throat> fancy, but anyways, it's about making content outside of streaming. I am joined here by my lovely co-host, the Hunter Wild. What's up, Hunter? Hello, How my friends. I'm I'm hang I'm hanging in there. I'm trying out a new thing uh, with with intermittent fasting. I'm I'm doing a nine hour feeding window, which sounds so zoo like. It's like it's like you're just you you feed the lion within that time frame. It's an interesting it's an interesting uh, sort of sort of shift. So physically, I'm doing interestingly. Mentally and spiritually, I am fan freaking tastic. Today specifically, because uh, I I how many times can I say this is like the most anticipated show for of me? the year? Yeah, it's like this one is I'm going to be so furious with my note taking. Um, we have two profoundly talented, uh, attractive and hilarious, uh, just incredibly witty uh, people, humans, uh, guests with us today. Uh, Gassy Mexican and Lance, who in my own head, I have started calling I Lance. With the first L, I've been saying the the LL Lance. Everybody's LL Lance. The Lance. The, the long, in South America is known as Yance. Yeah, the Yance. <laughs> maybe I'll just maybe I'll just start doing that. The original Lance is still taken. I don't know if it's an active account on Twitch, but uh, so I had to add the extra L. And of course, I'm not going to get that on Twitter. So no way. That. Yeah. So everybody says it wrong i just let them just kind of do whatever you know it's like a school teacher messing up your name or like of course something just, else you, you never correct her you know yeah so well so 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 tell us tell us about yourselves lance let's, let's, let's start with you what do you well, like where what do you do and and uh and how do you fit into the to the subject the subject matter today of doing like the of the, of the multi-platform variety of content cross-pollination stuff uh i mean i mean i'm a streamer but uh, that's not nearly as exciting as the the whole Burger Kid thing. Everybody knows uh, about that. I think uh, basically <laughs> just do like skits on on Twitter, and it was a way for me to like vent basically about stuff that like I don't know would come across very differently if I didn't add like humor and like a video to it. So I don't know. That's just kind of like what I do. I guess that's how I fit into the subject matter today is uh, Twitter videos. Like I that. super want to talk about that origin story at some point. Like the way that you phrase that right there is like I, I was. It was like it was for me was how I was how I started then. How curious. Okay, uh, Max, what about you? What you got? Who are you? Who are you? Uh, general kind of internet idiot for a while. Been a streamer for a long time, uh, and I do YouTube stuff. That's where I fit in, I guess, for outside content. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I've done like outside of streaming, but main thing is uh youtube outside of streaming like content on there did you and, start with uh, youtube no both of them were at the same time my youtube oh, really? channel was created in like 2006 uh but i didn't like regularly upload probably until like a year or so afterwards um and then still several years of not even like being partnered just making content on there um but the entire time i've always done streaming uh whether it was on justin.tv and then before that it was on Ustream. even before that i was 
I remember streaming with Adobe Encoder when there was no programs. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Doing like a flipbook stream about 10 to 15 frames, maybe 15 if we were lucky. Right. 10 frames oh a second. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. That was fun. There's still like old VODs on uh, Ustream of like, don't watch them. They're not good. And also, no I just. No way. <laughs> I uh, love that kind of stuff uh, where you get those points of comparison where it's like, you know, what, where did I, where did I start? Oh, how humbling is that? Going back right. and looking at your first, yeah. at your first streams. Yeah. A lot of people do think that I, I came from YouTube uh, on to Twitch, but no, it's been both pretty much at the same time. Um, for a bit, YouTube was kind of the main thing. And now like Twitch is more my focus just because it's a better use of my time. And I'm sure we'll talk about that today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so basically, the reason why we're talking about this is because, you know, obviously we all stream, we want to get into streaming. But as we've talked about in the past, uh, it's really important to always think about like content creation in a, in a bigger space, right? Like it's not just streaming and you shouldn't always, only think about trying to get into streaming. Um, it's the same thing with like when you want to start on Twitch and you think about streaming as equal to like playing video games, but it's much more than that. And it can be much more than that. And I think like especially with Lance is, you know, creating these cool skits that has just blown up in the last like what, like month or so. Um, creating content that's like relatable and, and something new, right? How was that for you, Lance? Like getting into that and, and seeing the response from the community. Yeah. Well, like I don't know. I used to be really into Vine and so like I watched all the old like skit comedies, like comedians like I mean everybody knows like Pro Z D and like Caleb City and people like that. I just never really saw anybody do it with like Twitch and like in a sense of like a Twitch space. Uh, and it's really weird. I actually did the female streamer video. Uh, some people have seen it. Some people haven't. I didn't get a lot of engagement on it. Like none of my skits were really doing super good, super well, whatever. Um, and randomly somebody, I think put it on Reddit or something. And then a big like, fight thread broke out on twitter where <laughs> of like course it did. where it was like you know like males deal with the same amount of harassment the females do it was like one of those arguments you know uh -huh. and somebody linked it and it blew up this was back in like november i don't know who linked it but it kind of like just started everything from there and like i wasn't going to do the videos anymore like i was god ah, not worth my time whatever randomly somebody links it and now i ended up here as whatever this is, Burger Kid, whatever. Week uh, by week, and, it's a changing... <clears throat> yeah, that's really what it is. And like, I saw people like quoting the the jokes from the videos and stuff. And I just, I don't know. It's kind of crazy, to be honest, like how it all happened. It just was a random person. The tweet was like a month old. And then I remember being like, uh, I think it was Seriously Clara, I think, was uh, somebody who like quote tweeted it. And I recognized her. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And I looked at my notifications and everything just blew up. So I don't know. Ding, 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 ding. And now, were you streaming the whole time, like, uh, like I guess before you made this video or during? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've actually been on Twitch for like four and a half years, something like that. Okay. Um, took like a six month break randomly, so everybody knows how that kind of goes. But uh, you know, kind of just start yeah. over after that. But um, but yeah, I've been a full time streamer for like two years now, and uh, the videos just kind of have changed a lot of stuff, I guess, over the last couple months. So. Oh, I bet. Like getting that kind of reaction. I mean, your, your your tweets get hundreds of retweets, like every video that you make instantly. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's kinda it's kinda weird. Um hundreds or thousands. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, and I've played around a lot. Like it's hard to play around with like algorithms and whatnot whenever mm -hmm. you don't have the engagement. But now that I've had the engagement, I've had the pleasure of being able to kind of like mess around with the Twitter algorithm a little bit and see like what works, what doesn't work. Um, kind of like everything from like tweeting at the same time, like you would on like a YouTube video, like posting at the same time to like yeah. how often you tweet, like how that changes it to like how doing a thread changes stuff as well. So like it, it's been, it's been kind of interesting and kind of like still messing around with it, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's something that we're always trying to study too, is like, when's the best time to tweet? Like, uh, when, when, uh, how often should I tweet? How to, uh, you know, how to get the best engagement? Like we talked about this, I think, uh, during our Q and A session, not that long ago about like quote retweets versus regular retweets and where you could retweet something and it's not going to get nearly as much engagement as if you quote retweet it. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of weird. Um, I think that, Honestly, I think that comes from like profile pictures. And I know this is going to sound weird. Don't like just hear me out for a second. I haven't changed my profile picture since all of this started. Yes. I honestly, I, I, I recognize accounts based on their profile picture. Like, and I think that that has a lot to do with it. Whenever you quote tweet something, somebody sees your picture. They're like, oh, I know that person. Let me read right. this. Whereas like your average user, if you retweet something, they don't know who they are. They're yeah. just gonna like kind of just keep scrolling, scroll right past. It's that weird social media and general like 21st century late capitalism marketing thing where yeah. everything's vying for your attention. And so we have inadvertently learned how to, to tune certain things out, right? Yeah. Humans are fantastic at pattern recognition. Noticing who like the things that are familiar to you when you're just flipping through your flip flipping through your timeline, that's uh yeah, I think that's I think that's huge. And totally I totally agree. Yeah I, yeah, I think it makes a big difference personally, but and it was just because like I started recognizing like I don't know people's Twitter handles. I know their profile picture and it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Plus people change their Twitter handles like the, the thing yeah. that shows up prom prominently in their name when they're going to like eh, I'm flying to Denmark or whatever, you know, wherever yeah. you're going. So <laughs> it's very hard yeah. to, to see and recognize to the conventions that. or like it's Halloween. So you yeah. get the spooky name and yeah. so on. I've wanted, yeah. to, on the flip side, I've seen plenty of people that change their picture all the time. And I'm like, oh, should I do that? That doesn't seem like it would make sense. And I feel like if I do that now, and everyone's gonna be like, who's this guy? So <laughs> I just kind of keep it the same because of that reason. But, I wonder about both of these things. Yeah, I mean, I think like people are naturally drawn to images. That's why I'm always like, you know, if you yeah. do a going live tweet, include like a little, like a, a, you know, a selfie or a screenshot, some type of thumbnail to get people's attention. Um, when you're... A content creator and you're trying to branch out social media is so important but the thing about social media is that it's always changing i mean instagram is always changing twitter even even twitch and the way discoverability works on twitch it's changing constantly so um it's important to be aware of that and to just kind of test things out yeah I yeah think. i well and but then at the same time it's like how much are you listening to okay, with all with all these things where are you looking at the metrics, the feedback? Um, sometimes the value can be really high, but you're seeing lower metrics. Um, but it's something, it's a, it, it could be a smart move that, that starts gearing you in a direction that would result in something really good later on. But in the short term, it's, it's lower. You're gonna be seeing like, you know, worse, worse results. So sometimes that can be really challenging to manage by itself. Uh, so, I'm so I, I, I had this I, I threw this like massive list of, of notes at these guys before before the stream and I was like don't bother don't bother looking at these. I read it I read it and you then did? I was like yeah I read it and then I was like I don't need to remember any of this because it's his nope. job to remember this <laughs> yeah exactly exactly that one's 
That one's on me. So I like I wanted to clarify like a bit of the 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 subject matter we're tackling and start like moving through some of these in 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 a bit a bit of a structured way. Mm-hmm. Um because <laughs> incredibly selfishly because I want to know the information. <clears throat> okay. So first and foremost, uh today we're talking about the variety of of uh of of platforms, the types of content that you can produce on them, um a bunch of things that factor into that, cross-pollination, how you can leverage uh, the 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 metrics and the value that you're seeing on maybe on another platform, or if you're starting on Twitch, like myself, I'm on Twitch almost exclusively. Um, you know, trying to produce something elsewhere. How do you uh, generate engagement on those other platforms? How much time is it worth investing in those things? That's a lot of the general sort of subject matter of today. I wanted to start out with the question of whether or not you think it's fair to say that one platform should be your anchor or have you found have you seen people out there who who really managed to have a foot in each door max it seems like that might be your kind of a thing is like uh is like actually balancing multiple platforms on relatively equally yeah um i'd like to say that they're equal but youtube with the changes that they've made and the changes with their algorithm and all that stuff that they've just the dumb stuff that they've done um, yeah. have made Twitch more worth my time. It doesn't mean that I don't enjoy still liking, like making content for YouTube and it's still worthwhile for me to do that because obviously over the years I've amassed a pretty decent audience on there. Um, but it just doesn't pay off as much as it used to. Um, but that said, you know, I'm still taking content from Twitch and bringing that over to, to, uh, to YouTube. Recently, I, uh, like a month, a couple months back, I hired a full-time editor to go through and finally free up the time because that became the real issue for me creating content on youtube is the fact that it just takes too much time for me to edit i like editing but i don't like editing under a horrible you know deadline of like oh i gotta go live by like seven something or eight because that would drastically impact when i have to go live and everything so that content is still being made and it's a mixture of uh you know highlighted stuff from my streams and also uh little recording sessions here and there and i just recorded something just before we did this for youtube so it's easier for me to just focus on just doing the thing and then uh like being the talent for it and then having an editor go through with a fine tune and being able to pay attention to make that stuff better and highlight the content rather than me yeah. going through with a mindset of like great all right let's just get through this video because no that that's not going to create a good video unless <laughs> you know unless i really sink my teeth into it and if that happens then i'm coming out of editing for like an hour and a half to two hours being like all right, let's be happy for stream. <laughs> it just doesn't work. But right. yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say that you could have one anchor, uh, you know, one platform as your anchor. But in my experience, it's understanding that that anchor may shift. And right. Because YouTube used to earn more for me than, than Twitch and all that stuff did. And nowadays it's like, it still earns extra income, but Twitch is more worth my time for, for putting like my yeah. full attention on. Because that one is you know you're live you have to be present there you have to have energy in order to do that whether whereas youtube like i said i can just bang out a recording session or do streams and then work on getting some post-production with an editor and then still have content that regularly goes up and, and still I, trying to figure out the workflow between the two of them. i think that's where a lot i think that the value here in in my thinking and part of why i want to really move in this direction myself is uh is is twofold on the on the one side um you know you get to i think i've already forgotten my second point uh, on the one side, you get to pivot at will, right? Like, so if you have uh, at least one other platform, if something happens on that platform or to the algorithms or um, to the nature of the creation and and uh, publishing on those on the on that other platform, you can 
because you already have an audience on on somewhere on, on in an alternative, you're already familiar with that mm -hmm. scene, with that segment of the industry. You could just shift your weight and hopefully still be at least okay in the interim. Yeah. Um, right. I think that's really cool. Oh, and then the second one is that, of course, you get to draw in an audience and push an audience to the multiple platforms instead of mm -hmm. if something crashes, then you're trying to, you know, jump ship onto something else and hoping that people come with you in the meantime. Yeah. And that seems like way too insecure. Yeah. YouTube has made that a little bit harder as far as pushing content onto Twitch. And they've actively done that because I used to upload for the entirety that I like streamed, or at least not maybe not the entirety that I streamed, but most of the time that I've streamed, I pushed YouTube videos, uh, like, you know, hey, I'm going live, and some, right? and some people yeah. still do that. But I remember that, I don't know, a little bit ago, I got hit with a, cop, a community guidelines strike for using the same video that I've always used. So something changed on their end, yet they were like, no, now everything's the same, but, but don't do that. <laughs> so now, I mean, I can still push uh, Twitch and stuff. Um, it's just a little bit more indirectly because I, the videos that go up are like highlights of all the best stuff that goes on in my stream. And then mm -hmm. in the description, you know, it says like, hey, if you want to see these streams when they're live you, and get the right. actual raw content, follow there. But it's a little less, you know, than me just being like, hey, and I still want to talk to YouTube and people at YouTube because I have some friends that, that work there and be like, so what is acceptable now? Because clearly something has changed, you know, yeah. and, and I guess when I when I figure that out, I'll, I'll share that, that information. I just haven't taken the time to talk to them because who wants to talk to YouTube? They're horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube doesn't want to talk to YouTube. Yeah. So now... um. A lot of streamers, when they're just starting out, they're balancing school or work, you know, a full-time job with getting into streaming. Um, you know, so they may not have the time to do, like, YouTube, YouTube editing, and Twitch stuff. How valuable do you think it is for what you're doing now, which is offloading some of your Twitch content, making highlights and stuff, and then putting that on YouTube where it's, it's from the stream itself versus creating new content just for This YouTube. is what I always call double dipping. It's where you, mm -hmm. you're, you know, you're, 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 you're already doing one thing. Why not just take that and, and make that work more for you? Yeah. And I think at, at that point it, it becomes, yeah, you have to, you have to realistically look at, look at how much free time you have. If you're just, you know, if you don't have the ability to hire an editor or even have like a friend that does, it. if you have a friend that can do it and then maybe you can figure out something that's a little bit cheaper. Though it's not just monetarily, you know, monetarial, monetarial, monetarial. We'll say that's a word. Uh, <laughs> extracurricular. Yeah, extracurricular. Um, yeah, you have to figure out if it's worth it for you to go through and and edit that stuff down, or if you just want to have it raw and become more like an archive. The thing with YouTube yeah. as well for me is, it, I, I tell people if it's if it doesn't take that much time, if you're not going to go through and edit it and put it up there, you can at the very least put it up as an archive, and then that's just going to be kind of neat for you to go back. And, and check out. And if it starts to get, gather a presence on YouTube, you at least have something on your channel uh, rather than nothing. That's true. So let's say, let's say, let's say you're, you're Lance and, and, you know, he's kind of blown up with these Twitter videos and things like that. If he's been putting this stuff on YouTube and that, you know, that kind of like start, he already has stuff that people can go back and look at. Like he said too, like that one video that he started with uh, that blew up on Reddit, I'm sure some people have been going through his profile and going back. So similarly on YouTube, if he has those videos uploaded and archived, which if you're not doing that, Lance, do that. Um, <laughs> I got it. Um, yeah, he's got he's got him he's got them in there. Yeah, yeah. So that way, uh, that way, people can can find them. Uh, you know, because also it's not always easy to find videos on Twitter to do that. It's, you can type oh, no. in. Right. There's no. It's miserable. It's not, yeah. It's not like <laughs> YouTube. YouTube, as much as it's a volatile platform, you can still type in you know Burger Kid, and I'm sure you could probably find uh, Lance's video if he's uploaded it and stuff and tagged it and all that stuff, but. It is 
I'm not gonna lie, it's hard to nowadays more than ever. It's not just hard on Twitch to gain a following or Twitter. It's hard to, kind of on everything to gain yeah, a following if right. you didn't get your foot in the door earlier. So I've been fortunate in that regard. But also the downside of that is somebody who's been on these platforms for a long time. It's harder for me to be in their their like algorithms as like trending and stuff because it's like ah you're you're an old guy. You know? <laughs> you're not, trendy <laughs> you're not the fresh meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that becomes a challenge uh, for people that have been established on the platform for a bit. Um, to try to figure out like how do I fit into this newer mold and stuff, but yeah, um, hopefully that answered your question. What were we talking about? Stream YouTube? What? <laughs> uh, YouTube. Talk about yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was. YouTube. We're talking about uh, offloading <laughs> your your Twitch content. Yeah, no, offloading, offloading. Oh, yeah. that's right. That yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I do still still think there's value there to do that. <laughs> At the very least, just like I said, so you have stuff on another platform rather than somebody going to your youtube channel when you plug it and there's nothing there yeah and so now what about the, like the division of your time i assume that some of this is a is a matter of common sense but what's common sense for one person could be like complete mind-blowing wisdom for somebody else uh so what about when it comes to you know the division of that content creating and producing novel stuff for a different platform like that's like lance is just is absolutely nailing that right like the things that that you're doing can only be done in a pre-recorded sort of context um and the amount of time that you put into that is that i mean obviously in the moment it's feeling worth it is that something that you plan on pushing moving forward are you, you are you looking at like switching it up um and how much value do you think there is in spending that amount of time in producing novel content for another platform i mean for I mean, I, we talked about it a little bit before, like my time, I only have like a certain amount of time that I can be here and like actually use my like internet, I guess, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and so, and I actually posted today, I like, I didn't even stream today because I did a video today instead. And like, it's because mm -hmm. I'm the world, the world's worst at like time management. I just am. But like, I recognize that. And like, my thing is, I don't know, sometimes I do feel like putting more time into a video than I would like my stream, which it, and that's just kind of like a day by day call. I think for me, at least it's like, what am I going to do and be able to like, I guess, be my best at, you know, if you want to throw like a weird, like motivational thing in there, like it's, if sure. I am really not in like a, like a writing mood or anything like that, then I will just stream that day and just like ignore the other content. Like, but I'm not super structured either. And because I know you, that you have against, to script like, this out, right? Stuff. Some of it's scripted, some of it's improv is usually what it is. Like some days it'll take me like 30 minutes to record a video because it's really like on point. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that works. That's really good. And then other days it'll take me like three, four hours because I'll sit down and edit it and then realize like I left out a big portion <laughs> of it or some something like that. And I have to like, you know, get back up and like put like a costume back on or something and then like <laughs> go back and you know. So it's it it just depends. I, I I do think time management is very important. I'm the worst person about it, though. I just really, really, really push, like, do what I'm going to be good at that day. Because if I put out a crap video, all it takes is, like, one or two, and then people are just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm over this. And then, you know, they just kind of, like, move on after that. You that, know? Is, right. that is always the fear, yeah. Yeah. So, so, obviously, like, you found something that people are really gravitating towards, and it's clearly something you enjoy doing because you've been making a lot of videos since. So uh, now this is clearly something that's important for your brand, your identity. How much time now compared to when you first did it, 
are you trying to schedule it into like, oh, I would like to do a Twitter video every X days? Yeah. So right now I usually do like two to three, like a week, something like that. Um, sometimes it's just two, sometimes it's three. And that's again, that goes back to like understanding kind of how Twitter like promotes things and stuff like that. And like when the fall off period is for like actually promoting right. like videos and stuff. And, and uh, so that's where that falls in. It's like it, that's just more important for like my consistency and like my consistent like growth, I guess, you know. Um, but that that's just kind of what I set aside is like two to three a week. And depending on what days I feel like doing them, then I'll, then I'll do them those days. This is kind of like, again, I'm not a super structured person, but uh, that's what I try to strive for is like two to three. But I don't put a lot of pressure on myself because then I start hating. Mm -hmm. it, so. so has that cut into your stream time at all? Yes. Yes, it has. Uh, it's cut into it, but it's weird because, again, my streams have been better because of the growth on the other platform. Yeah, like, right. Everything's gone up views subs everything has gone up so it's that, like it's a so fair trade-off for me you know right yeah so i mean I you know. never know when that's going to actualize right it's like because mm -hmm. you could be sitting there producing content on a platform we've seen this with like just just a bunch of our friends and a bunch of the, the streamers who've blown up you could be sitting there producing content it's really good freaking content but it's just it's not gathering the steam that it that it eventually does but there's some trigger point and you know you you get the you've been doing all the good work the, the entire time it's been worth a lot it just hasn't been paying off immediately but then you get that you get that big elevation and now you're ready to capitalize on that like you've you've got a you've got a system you got a sort of formula you feel comfortable doing it you're confident and then you're able to 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 work with that i think about like you know there's so i mean like how what are the what how many platforms out there are there and like types of content um, you've got, you got podcasting, uh, live streaming on any of the platforms, podcasting in, in a variety of, to a variety of places, pre-recorded YouTube, uh, YouTube content or anywhere else. And then stuff like obviously Twitter and Instagram yeah, and Snapchat. Is that what kids do? I don't know how that works. Yeah. So I would say like you have like photos, right? Like Instagram and Twitter for, for photos, uh, and then you also have Instagram stories and Snapchat for like live vlog photos. See, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a, a mesh of like, and then yeah, you have things like TikTok and uh, that's also, I guess I would lump that into where it's like like little shorts. Yeah. Of And like videos and pictures combined. <laughs> media, I guess. I mean, it's all media, right? Yeah. What's all? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm actually curious about something. While we're still talking a little bit about Twitter and YouTube, do you mm -hmm. guys bring YouTube content or even your stream content onto Twitter? Um, that's something that I'm gonna. I, I've done a little bit, but I need to do uh, better at is grabbing uh, those like little. I think yes. I'm gonna start having my editor or have another dedicated person. I've actually talked to somebody uh, who does a lot of. Um, you've probably seen them from like Diction and and cream and things like that stuff that posts on uh, Instagram and also I think they use them for Twitter too where he just cuts together like little highlights and stuff and then puts like hey this is where you can find him live you know kind of thing so the content That's comes first and it's like if you interest that or if you're interested in that um so having a guy for that I think is going to be something that I'm do moving forward partially with me doing it myself uh but again because it does take time even something small like yeah. that going through and cutting it together and making it look nice with whatever 
that takes extra time. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of value there too because you generally, the, ideally you want someone to get involved with you as the person, you, you know, invested in the personality, the ability to entertain, and that should span across all sorts of platforms. At least that's what you want. You want everything to kind of cross-pollinate. So if something doesn't work coming from another platform, it might work somewhere else. Perfect example is like, you know, it maybe maybe if, if Lance started on on YouTube doing these skits and stuff, probably wouldn't get as much traction because it's super saturated. It's it's hard to share. Um, the sharing because, is a big one on that one. Yeah, yeah, there's another step involved in sharing rather than just like, hey, this video is embedded right onto YouTube. It's super easy to retweet rather than being like, hey, check out this funny YouTube video. Like maybe yeah. some people would share it, but it wouldn't. It, I don't think it would grow and emerge as much as it it did for me. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. I think it's that's something I'm going to focus more on. Uh, going forward yeah. like using YouTube stuff or even Twitch stuff. And it's really interesting that you made the comment about the Instagram thing too, because uh, that's something I was going to ask Lance is, are you, are, are you on Instagram? Do you put these videos on Instagram? No. And do uh, it. <laughs> so no, the reason why is because Instagram has a, has a one minute limit and then it breaks it up into like multiple different parts. Then don't do uh, it. Lance. <laughs> <laughs> so what it'll end up doing is it makes me have to, cause I tried a few of them. Um, and what it ended up doing is like, it'll cut it in the middle of uh, like a punchline or a joke. And then the joke Ugh. is broken up and it's awful. Right. You have to swipe over to get to the next part of the video. Um, I, and, you know, it's my Instagram is, is just strictly me doing nothing. Like it's like me just like pictures of like me at home or like like me just doing like videos with my dogs or something. It's just something a little bit more personal, I think, for me. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that that was the big reason. I, I tried a few of them on Instagram, and it it just didn't Damn. really do anything. And so I was like, eh, whatever. It's not a big so. Deal, so, well, with how well your videos do on Twitter, have you thought about actually dedicating time to create Instagram curated videos that are that yeah, are that shorter and under stuff? I me no. And the reason why is because one of the reasons why the videos do so well is like now it's gotten to a point where like I've gotten a little bit larger of a following on Twitter. But one of the reasons why the videos started to do well is, uh, like uh, Max said, was the like ease of sharing, I guess, uh, like retweeting, liking, whatever, and like the it'll show you your top tweets. You guys know, like it, it, uh, it won't you won't even be following the person, but it'll show you like something that somebody liked, and that's driving how mad. like my videos spread. That's driving yeah. a lot of people crazy. That's great for you. Yeah. It is. No, no, <laughs> I, yes. I am uh, a product of a broken algorithm on on. Twitter. <laughs> And I'll be the first to tell you that because people won't be following me, but they've seen like a, a bunch of my videos and it's because yeah. there's somebody liking my, my tweets. Um, and you got to think about how large the, the Twitch base is on Twitter. In my personal opinion, other than like YouTube, as far as like just a social networking site, I feel like Twitter is probably the largest like site. It's the first site that like a lot of streamers or like Twitch viewers or whatever go to, to keep up with mm -hmm. creators. Right. Yeah. A lot of my video content being based around Twitch, it's obviously helped. Because there's been times where like I'll post a video. If somebody were to search Twitch on Twitter, because I've tested it like just on a dead account, right? Um, if somebody were to search Twitch on Twitter, my video would be the first one that pops up because it has like Twitch or be, be about Twitch or like streaming or something. Um, and that's just like the way I guess that <laughs> that broken algorithm has helped me. But it doesn't work like that on Instagram, obviously. Um, it's a little bit more difficult, I think, to grow on Instagram. But I don't know because I don't have a lot of experience with it. Uh, right? Yeah, I'm, that's I'm not like super too. into that. That's still like foreign uh -huh. territory for me. So I can't yeah, really help I, with Instagram videos. I feel like <laughs> Instagram's a growing platform, and it's something I'm 
I've been trying to do more and more with. And I've seen, I'm starting to see some streamers post like clips and stuff to, uh, to Instagram. And it's something that I've been considering trying. So I'd be curious to see like, um, you know, if you test it out at some point, see how it does. I mean, it's definitely worth trying at least, right? Like considering oh, yeah, the, yeah. the traction you've gotten with the style of your video. I mean, it's a perfect like style to, yeah. to put up on Instagram. Like those short little the videos. The style is, yeah. But that whole yeah. thing of the limiting it to a minute, like a lot of the glory of, of the content that you've actually been producing is how it plays out with its pacing yeah. over its time frame. There's mm -hmm. a buildup and then, you know, it's usually like it's a, a great slow tragedy up, yeah it's really what it and you know i've done some minute long videos and uh you know i can't do them it's just a different style it's a different pacing yeah um yeah. and you obviously like i i don't want to say like it, it like messes with the video but it definitely messes with like it, you go from like doing like in stand-up comedy terms right like you go from doing like an hour-long special to like a 10-minute set you have very different jokes that you tell <laughs> You go from telling a story to telling like one like quick get punchline joke right and i think it's Absolutely. just a different, a different method i think and it's something that like i might play around with uh but again i'm just so lazy it's bad it's well, so and bad I, and i think it leads into another question i want to ask which is how many platforms is too many and and is there is there sort of like a right number for that right because it's like if uh, do, are you dulling out your content if it's the same thing that you're putting in every so you're just trying to like shotgun it out there until something works yeah. or carefully curating specifically targeting the algorithms in different uh, on the different platforms which requires a lot of you know training yourself and, and educating yourself on the systems and what's valuable what works in one place and not in another um uh, and you know is it is, is five platforms too many is two too few uh, or is that is that personal i think it's personal i think it, it's yeah. really just how much it how much becomes too much and too overwhelming for you um you can also also just because you have a presence on on one platform and as you're like you were talking going back to like the anchor kind of thing mm -hmm. if you have one that maybe works best for you and you spend the most time on that that doesn't mean that you can't still pepper the other platforms with some of your stuff like for lance for instance if he wants to focus on doing twitter stuff because that's what's working for him he could still cut down like little teasers of things that he does or maybe even some of just like the best moments of stuff that doesn't really need like the huge setup it's just funny and on its own this 10 seconds and this 10 seconds however you wanted to do it and cut that up and then through that instagram post plug his twitter you know like and be like here's the full stuff because although you're not going to see like a lot of people go over because people don't like having a step in front of them but it's going to be more than if you never plugged it ever you know what i mean so that's true you gotta shoot yeah i think it depends on like yeah. what you're interested in doing too i've seen a lot of streamers I've seen a lot of people that started streaming, uh, was full-time streaming, and have changed their interest to doing like more Instagram-based stuff, mm -hmm. maybe more yeah. YouTube-based stuff. Um, and I, I think it just, I think the best way to do it though is like not to start out trying to do everything at once, yeah. but like along with the anchoring thing where it's like you do this, and then you're like while you're doing that, you're plugging another thing you're doing, right? And then like when that starts to build and that becomes a, a steady thing, then that's when you start to be like, oh, well, I'm going to start doing this third thing now and then start to plug that as you go. Instead of being like, hey, guys, I'm going to start streaming. I'm also going to be putting videos on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter yeah. Yeah. and Steam yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And then like and then it's just like, oh, that, my God, yeah. I don't know what to do. That's that's fine for like at your end of your stream. And even me, when I do that, I don't like. It's like, hey, there's all my crap in the chat. If you guys want to check it out, go for right. it. That to me seems a lot more engaging than being like, 
here's my Instagram, here's my Twitter. I do this all the time. You know, like I'll find myself sometimes doing that. I'm like, God, I, I don't even want to hear what I have to say right <laughs> now. It just sounds stupid. So, you know, I, I kind of just throw it out there. And if people want to check it out and they're interested in what I did on stream, great. For other stuff, yeah, I don't, I'm not like making Instagram stories saying like, hey, I'm live. And also, by the way, follow the Twitter. You know, it's, 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 just, yeah. it's just bad. I don't, I try I don't, to like, never gonna be that shout guy. out one thing. Like mm -hmm. one thing, be like, get them hooked to one thing and have that be a, a place where they yeah. can find other things. Like yeah. using like Twitter's pinned tweets is a great tool. So mm -hmm. if you're streaming, be like, hey, follow me on Twitter. That's all you have to promote throughout the stream. Mm -hmm. They go to Twitter, they see all of your other stuff right there. That's true too. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get a little more creative uh, and fluid with the design, the integrated design of, of, of a bunch of things, which I haven't really done yet, but I'm sort of working on it. So like for instance, uh, you know, streaming for six hours, I'll take maybe two breaks or something. During the breaks, um, can I have my Instagram feed that shows up there so that people can actually see it while they're here? They can, without taking taking away from content that's being produced, without me having to ramble like an idiot because I do when I'm trying to plug all my different, you know, social media platforms and other 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 platforms. Um, just have it sort of fluidly show up. Where the people who are already engaged and already interested in what I do and, and who I am and whatever, just see the pretty pictures, just see some of my top tweets and maybe why they're valuable, things like that. Um, I'm wondering like how much of that can be can be managed. Yeah. Sort of more creative. I mean, during my intro, I, I have like highlight videos and in between a call to action. Like I, right. it would be like a 10 second thing where it's like, follow me here. Place mm -hmm. the highlight. Yeah. You can also check out content here is the highlight yep. so it's not like in the middle stream every 10 minutes follow me here follow me there go there yeah find yeah. me there yeah i've been doing more and more of and this has happened before with other streamers doing this but just since i do have that youtube content with with edited videos and stuff whenever i think i'm going to get up and like maybe take the dog out and do stuff it might be like a five or ten minute break i'll just put on a youtube video that has highlights of everything even if it's not necessarily twitch content it's also you know just YouTube stuff. One, it keeps people there rather than just an empty chair and exactly. music. It keeps them engaged in it. And it really does work. Like a lot of people get invested in the, the I'll be back and I'll be like, all right, do you guys want me to finish at, you want me to turn off the video? They're like, no, I want to see the, I'm like, okay, fine, fine. Yeah. Fine. No, we're watching <laughs> that. Dad. That's good. Don't change the channel. Things like that. I've also, <laughs> I want to experiment with doing like ads, fake ads for everything. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Yep. And then those become real ads and they can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But in the style of like, kind of, I've always, I've always liked the Wayne's World style of promoting things where it's like new print, tiny, orange, different, you know, where it's very obviously plugging something, but it's just unabashedly like doing Due that. Due to that exact like same that. point, one of the uh, dudes who does graphics for me has literally taken some of those Wayne's World like Reebok and Pizza Hut advertisements mm -hmm. and just replaced it with my stuff like in the in the gifts and images. So like mm -hmm. we're even playing with Wayne's World's own commentary on the thing by using their imagery and swapping this stuff around. I'm totally, totally with you. I like that, love that kind of stuff. And I find yeah. it to be really appealing when you have like a comedic bent to your your stream. It's like the irony, everybody's about it. They're like, yeah. oh, that's hilarious. And I will check it out even though I know yeah. that I'm just part of people, the uh, you know corporate commercialist system. People know it's an ad, but if there's something, some value there that's, you know, able to lift that content up so it's not just an ad yeah and great awesome cool people also i feel like can respect the fact that like hey you made an ad kind of funny uh <laughs> maybe i'll check maybe i'll check the thing out yeah. you know so like my, yeah. my i mean it doesn't feel like an ad mm -hmm. 
just since I've started calling it wakey juice. Mm-hmm. Just just like the like the, the most the tiniest little comedic shift has actually may have started to make differences there. It's interesting. That shouldn't sound weird if you break down wakey and juice, but together it just sounds really weird and awkward. I know, it's so strange. <laughs> it's so strange. Can we see you act out like a plug for this wakey juice? Because I kind of want to see this. <sighs> I'm just now on the spot. I don't think I can perform. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I tell you what, I'll draft up an ad for it and we'll just, we'll show that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I'm not watching you. As he watches me, <laughs> I feel the eyes. Yeah. But I want to uh, explain yeah, that with more stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, to your point, you know, if you can integrate something into being right. genuine and, and seamless, that's that, going to go that's, so far, especially with streaming. Away. Yeah. That's the takeaway mm-hmm. that, that I'm kind of getting at. I was going to even mention that before. A lot of the stuff and success that I've found, and I just recently, you know, I did one of those kind of generic tweets and I hated myself for doing it. Just like the, oh, like, what do you like in a streamer? What's <laughs> um, and, and, and I was like, I know it's, it's one of these tweets, but I'm genuinely, genuinely interested to hear what you have to say. So please respond. And a lot of people were just like, yes, someone who's genuine doesn't feel like they're putting on something too much. There's, and like you said, there's a difference between having varying energy levels. And some mm-hmm. people do have a shtick that they do, you know, like they have a character or something like that. I've never gone that route because I thought it would be exhausting and I don't think I could do it. And sustain it for a long time but for especially for variety streamers and things like that just knowing that the, what you're seeing is like the person they're not trying to like just suck you you know out of money you know that kind of thing and and get your your eyeballs glued on you for for just monetary gain uh knowing that there's an actual person behind there and that there's a connection behind there just being genuine has helped me a lot in my career i think or at least trying to be genuine and come off that way uh so sometimes, and, and even then I still worry about like, when I hit up my friends, I tweeted about that before, like people that are mis- like larger than me that do my same kind of content. Uh, I still feel weird sometimes hitting them up just yeah. because I never want to come off that way, even to a detriment. And I know that most of the time they would probably be like, yeah, dude, I've known you for like 10 years. Why would you? <laughs> but I'm like, totally but recently you. you've had a lot of success and now people are going to look at you and me and see like, I'm just a suck, you know, sucking that success from you. So it's it's a weird mental game, but you know I have to tell my brain to shut up a lot, and I think a lot of us have to tell our brains to shut Every, up. Every overthinking. Yeah. yeah, it's honestly one of the catch twenty twos of of being a streamer and and being friends with other streamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it and you're still gonna get that recognizing too that you're still gonna get people that from the outside who have no idea that you two have known each other for the longest time. Uh, well, they don't gonna care. See you being like. Yeah, and they don't care. They're just they're just coming. Yeah, they're just yeah. coming by me like you're a leech. Yeah. Wow, we yeah, see what exactly. you're doing. You know that kind exactly. of thing. But uh, yeah, getting over that hump mentally, uh, and then just trying to be genuine and hopefully, you know, the the most important thing um, is that you come across genuine to your friend or whoever you're talking to and trying to come across to and the viewer. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like the key point of of what I've been talking about is just trying to stay genuine as much as you can and keep have right. that come across. Yeah. Uh, t- so to shift uh, the topic a little bit, um, L. Lance. L. Lance. See, I do that. I knew I was going to do that. It, I it's Lance. It's L. Lance. <laughs> you are also Lance. now Spanish. L. <laughs> Lance. Yance. <laughs> it's okay. Um, what was I saying? I was going to say something really important. Uh, so with your content uh, and your, your videos now, how has your stream change how has your content on stream changed from this this newfound mm, fame yes my content hasn't changed at all 
which is hilarious because people a lot of times I, I get it all the time is that people will come in and they're like, I expected you to be completely different because I just <laughs> I just I don't know. Like, I've always just been just kind of I, I just chill. I don't really I expected like eight of you. <laughs> well, like people just expect me to like be, I guess, like a little bit more like off the wall, like bouncy, like whatever. Yeah. And it's more just like yeah, me, yeah. just like kind of talking, chilling, whatever. Uh, and it's it goes back to like I used to stream like really long streams, so I wouldn't like you know exert an insane amount of energy. Like I could get excited, but it's really just like me like enjoying games, like trying to like crack jokes, stuff like that. Uh, so my content hasn't changed at all. Uh, the the people that have that have come in have been much different uh, in terms of like most of the time people come in and will just like throw a line like their favorite line from one of my videos and you burger chat. kid and, yeah, yeah exactly you a and burger that's, by you yeah <laughs> and so that's how it's changed it's like it whereas used to it was people coming in being like hey what are you doing because like you know nobody reads titles so they're like hey what are you doing like, <laughs> what game is this what game are you playing <laughs> exactly uh and it, it's turned into like they'll come in and, and quote a video or something and so I usually have to come come up with something to go back at that or somebody coming in just being like, hey, love your videos, whatever. Um, so like my audience retention has changed slightly. Um, I used like I have a lot of people that pop in, like follow and like due to the times that I stream, like they pop in really quick. Like, oh, my God, he's streaming. Like, I'm going to go follow, say hi, like say thank you or whatever. And then they go back and do what they were going to do in general. So traffic's higher. Audience retention is a little bit different. Um, but the content itself actually hasn't changed at all which is great because you know then i don't get that comment like oh you've changed you're so different now you're, so... <laughs> you're different change yeah just can't be i don't here really mind that question because i'm like yeah man that was the whole point that's why i've been working so goddamn hard so i'm trying to change I'm, i want to be different i hated myself i don't be stuck don't in wanna, the same I place do this anymore yeah <laughs> so the whole now, point. do you cross over your your Twitter content into the stream? Like, do you play videos in between? Do you have any oh, that's a good question. memes yeah. adapted from the Twitter content? Uh, no. Uh, and it's usually just because like, I don't have to do, I, I told you it was the weirdest thing that people have been like seeing people quote a video in like on other tweets or like in, I, I went into a stream the other day and was like talking and the streamer like pulled up one of my videos. And I was like, okay, well that, cause like somebody linked it to him. They're like, oh my God, this is so funny. Like you have to, you have to watch it. And then like, it was just such a weird experience. Um, everybody does that for me. So I don't really have to, which is really <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I, so the, like the crossover, I don't know. And like, I know that y'all were talking about like cross pollination and not to like backtrack too much. Um, I don't really promote too much. Uh, whenever you were talking about like promoting like like this 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 and this and you yeah. were talking more like one thing um people were getting mad at me because i went two months uh all of december i think and then january i didn't tweet out my stream one time um like while i was like going through that like big like growth phase and everything and people yeah. were getting mad at me and i was like no 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 no, just just trust like just let me like let me see what happens and my stream was growing without me even tweeting it out and so i had this weird theory that like oh people don't like going live tweets like people just scroll past them like a billboard ad um i mean and i tweeted don't. it they don't yeah yeah <laughs> in my and, experience they don't the best, yeah that's why you can make them interesting yeah yeah and so I, I was just letting people come in that wanted to come in whatever and so you know some people were like oh well maybe you should tweet it out today and i was like okay fine whatever so the other day i was like this is the test like i'll tweet it out and i tweeted it out and i noticed instead of like my viewers just like gradually climbing and then kind of leveling off they skyrocketed for like 
10 minutes, right? Like everybody came in from Twitter just because it was like the first time, like, oh my God, you stream, whatever. Like I had a bunch of follows and everything. And then it went back down because people went on about their day. They were on Twitter, probably like on the toilet. It was like, oh, he's streaming. Let me check in. And they clicked on it. Right. And then they immediately clicked back off because mm-hmm. it was just a quick, like, oh, I was on Twitter. I didn't want to be on Twitch at that time. Like it was also, he's not a burger things. kid. He doesn't have a burger in his hand. So I'm just <laughs> peace out here. Exactly. Yeah. There's um, also probably an expectation of, like you mentioned of you being like exactly in the videos yeah and, and I'm not. translating that exactly <laughs> on stream yep <laughs> yeah uh I, I don't know i like you know and i i you know crack crack jokes and stuff like that it's it's no different it's just it's it's very different like editing down into two minutes um stuff that i've written or you know putting on a show basically to live content it's very different it's it's and i i think that a lot of people have that expectation of like they expect me to be like shouting profanity at the top of my lungs and i'm just like no, yes I'm, <laughs> I'm just i'm just enjoying i'm just enjoying being kratos for a little bit and uh then i'm gonna go on about my day and you know the thing uh, is the most the more the majority of people that come through like you said are probably expecting like you to be a little more amped up and stuff like the videos because one they don't they have a lack of understanding of how this stuff works as far as like right having a video like you said it's post-production cutting things up you have higher energy um but there is still going to be those people, like you said, like you've experienced more followers, more people that stay there because they like the behind the scenes and they like to get to know the creator behind the stuff. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's not as much as the people that would come through in general, like of those yeah. people that come through. It's not going to probably be like maybe 20 or 30 percent, maybe that, yeah. that stay. Um, but that's still better than no people coming. through. Oh, definitely. That's you know? so, so it's still a positive. It's, it's, and it's yeah. tough to a lot of people mentally look at it as just a negative of like, all oh, these people are coming in, they're leaving right away without actually thinking about, well, you have I mean, people coming got, in, which you did not have before. Yeah. They, got, they, got, <laughs> they got shit to do too. And like, yeah, honestly, exactly. I have, I have like, I think almost 18,000 followers, something like that. I'm not expecting to have 18,000 viewers. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, it's it's just nuts. (laughs) Uh, People expect that, I think, too, is like they they have a weird um, understanding of like maybe they'll they'll like post something that gets like a lot of attention on on Twitter or like they have like a, a big YouTube video like blows up or something like that. It doesn't necessarily directly translate into success on like Twitch because mm-hmm. it just that's just not what you know, you were you did the thing on the other platform. I wanted to be on that platform, not necessarily on Twitch mm-hmm. at the time that you just so happen to be streaming. Right. Um, yeah. So I think that that's kind of like a big misconception is like people will come into the stream and I get this one a lot is I didn't expect, like I thought you'd have more viewers and I'm like, Oh, well, what did you expect exactly? You know, cause it's been good for me, but <laughs> <That's> yeah. <nice. laughs> yeah. It's like, it's been good for me, but it's like, I don't cause like every, everything's been trending upward, but it's always people that are like, you know, first or second time in and they don't know the, the kind of like consistency, I guess of the stream or like the mood of it or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, they're, I think caught off guard a little bit. Yeah. That's always an interesting one. It reminds me of, as a, as a side note, it reminds me of, of a lot of art stuff, you know, as, uh, um, nobody nobody writes the stories about like the totally normal artists behind the scenes but that's the vast majority of all artists like if you you like people are scrambling to meet them and you know hang out with them sort of like get vip access then you hang out with them and it's just a dude just do being a dude doing dude stuff Mm -hmm. and they're like this is what is this you make all the craziest stuff and you're like yeah that's the point of the artist to do the crazy stuff not i don't live that life that's why i do that thing it's for that to be crazy yeah one of the biggest but you connections don't know are, that because nobody writes that story. Like I mentioned before, one of the biggest, I think, comparisons is like 
stand-up comedians. Do the joke, yeah. funny guy. It's like, dude, I'm I'm shopping. I'm shopping for like cucumbers yeah. and shit. I'm buying toilet uh -huh, paper. Dude. What do you want? Make me laugh. Yeah. Riff on that cucumber. Yeah, it looks like oh a dick. I don't God. like <laughs> Yeah. There was uh I think it was uh Long Beach Griffey actually had a he does like skit comedy and one of one of his videos is literally about like being an entertainer in public or like outside of like people expecting you to be funny all the time. And one of his things was you're an entertainer you're only funny or you only matter when you're entertaining like that was uh -huh. and it's it was a joke like in the video but it's it's actually really really true you go from like posting like like jokes or something right like people have a kind of idea of your content right mm -hmm. if you post something that is off of what they're used to seeing you do it's it's kind of crazy the the reaction mm -hmm. and like how i guess like little people actually care about anything outside of your content sometimes Low you engagement know? yeah yeah mm -hmm. um and so I, I just thought that was that was really interesting that you said that like you only matter when you're entertaining you mm -hmm. that's, that's sometimes what it feels like uh yeah. to, to like a lot of people you know and also people in general too don't like change like at their core they really just don't okay. like change they like yeah. the thing that they like and once you start introducing them to something else Oh God! Do Initially, I like they're stuff? like, ah, that's not the thing that I wanted, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think also it's especially with streaming, I find it's notoriously difficult to have success in other on other platforms translate directly into viewership. Like, I think it's easier for streaming to grow out. But I think like doing well on Twitter or Instagram doesn't really come back at you if in terms of streaming yeah that, i don't know that's what do you guys true. think i mean one of the creators that i use all the time for that example because i get asked that question a decent amount actually um is creator if any of you know who cray is um yeah i, I think it was like last year maybe uh i found his stream like randomly he's playing skyrim he had like 2,000 followers right he blew up during overwatch like mm -hmm. uh got raided by uh a few other like youtubers named Musilk and and some other people and his stream exploded and due to that like his youtube and things like blew up because of that as well and it was because like like you said i do think that the transition from twitch to other platforms is a little bit easier than the other way around than like the reverse and i always use him as yeah. an example because like it yeah. was like an eight month period where like everything just kind of blew up like all at mm -hmm. once for him so like i think that transition is is a little bit easier yeah, John um, John Sandman. I, I think it's the same thing. He was a teammate of mine for a long time, so I, I got to watch and talk to him personally through a lot of the those uh, improvements that were happening from the metrics, metrics wise, and engagement as he started publishing to stuff that he was doing on stream to um, to YouTube, and that like that the engagement over there started really ramping up, and it was he was like pushing people over there, and then that started to steamroll, and it started eventually to transition back. But it was only realistically because of like you know that initial work that he had done on Twitch to to get that to get that position and then leverage that and push that over um, to get that to get the back and forth. But yeah, to that to that point, I've, uh, several friends of mine are, like have had the same. Or and I've seen one friend of mine in particular who's got like I she's got like I don't know like a hundred two hundred thousand followers on Twitter uh, streams on Twitch you know like five days a week to like a hundred people. It's mm -hmm. it it's it, it's crazy the way that that uh, the way that that works, and the same thing with some people who have had like a killer following over on YouTube, and then they they try to start streaming, and it's like a very just a, such a different beast, and the the traction just doesn't happen in the in the same way. Well, again, really too, especially for people that you know, YouTube is 
being able to cut your stuff down. It's post-production. It's editing out your, 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 your mistakes and things like that. Yeah, right. And then a lot of YouTubers have an issue doing that Absolutely. On, on Twitch and it's a new beast for them. And then also for their viewers, it's a little jarring because like same effect. They're used to seeing like, you know, Burger Kid or your person in vlog, you know, like with cuts <laughs> and things like that. Not that you're equate, you, you, know, you know, you get what I'm saying. No, this isn't a negative I'm thing. Trash. I'm trash. <laughs> you vlog pizza. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So it's a little jarring for the viewer. And again, they don't know what to expect at first yeah. coming in. And if it's not what they, they have wanted, an expectation, they, they, yeah, right. they have an expectation. Yeah, they, they, right, it's yeah. the wrong one. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they have an expectation. Every second, that. every gap in your gameplay and the conversations, you're reading chat and your face is bland while you're doing that and all those things as so you're doing it live. Basically, Lance, you need to have multiple cameras set up all over you, a lot of props, <laughs> a fake burger. So that way you can just cut between cameras. Just to capitalize like, on this one <laughs> mode, absolutely. I would honestly do that, not all the time. I would do it as a response to people that, that ask set for it. up. Yeah. You're like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to like have multiple cameras and stuff and then just have it ready? And in the moment, it's like, mind. what, like, what? Do the, oh my God. Like that kind of a, really who was it? Like Andy Kaufman, uh, where they always asked him to do his role from like Taxi. And so he'd just get mm -hmm. mad and start reading a book on stage. Because mm -hmm. they tell him to do like the, do like the, his acting thing or whatever but mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i i think that's a lot of it too is like people just like they have an expectation and they come in and they're just i don't know if they're necessarily let down it's just not necessarily what they thought right you were or they they feel like and i, I kind of talked about this the other day uh there's a lot of people that feel like they they know me like they yeah. relate to oh, me yeah. from a from a two minute video and it's like they actually think that like i they know where I stand on like all of these different topics. I make jokes, but I don't ever like really put necessarily my opinion like heavily in the videos. You know what I mean? Or like I'll make a joke about like a pretty it can serious be commentary, like, but not an topic. argument. You're not positing yeah. a position. You're you're yeah. noting what's going on in the sphere. Yeah. yeah. And you don't go to a debate and then just show, well, here's my take on this. Watch this clip. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and check this. And so it's been a weird thing because people and I, I like it. I guess it's a good thing that they that they do relate to me. But at the same time, I think it, it can get a little like I don't want to say dangerous, but like a little weird that people uh, feel like they they like know me from like a two minute clip. You know, well, so two minute, what like, other joke kinds clip. of pitfalls do you have in like in, in 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 like spreading your content out to multiple platforms, especially when you're taking like with this kind of approach um, where it's a very different kind of content right it's because it's it's not the same it's not reflecting um the kind of stuff that that you see on stream what other kinds of of hazards do you have is it a matter of like spreading yourself too thin is that like a real a real fear when you're when you're trying to create content on multiple platforms attempting too much content on too many platforms without a roadmap or a vision losing your way on your anchor platform because you've spent so much time on twitch but now you're trying to branch out and you're just you, you don't know how to do it right so you're spending all your energy and time trying to do this other thing i i do think that like spreading yourself too thin is a real a real danger because i've done it before um streaming and like i mean even today we talked about like i made a video and didn't stream today you know what right. i mean and like yeah, streaming right. is my is my main source of income and it's like i was just like yeah you know what screw that i'm just gonna i'm just gonna make a video yeah uh, actually and... same thing about editing too right is like now yeah. I got to go make the stream and if I got to go do the stream and if I wasn't having a good time editing that energy kind mm -hmm. of transitions over. Mm -hmm. And like you said too, and that, that's an interesting point that you said, like streaming is your main source of income yet, you know, you recognize that, that the value of 
putting out the the Twitter videos, even though it not necessarily monetizes or it does or it doesn't at a smaller rate, you know, mm-hmm. um, it still helps you and benefits getting people interested in you as just like oh, a yeah. person on the internet. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's weird. It's like a it's like the video will will do more than than me streaming and i it's just due to like the algorithms and the growth on the other platforms mm-hmm. where it's like i you you eliminate that random chance of like the only way that you grow on twitch when you think about it is the random chance of somebody clicking on your stream or somebody hosting you right whereas if i made a video or you know if if you post a youtube video people are going to see that and that the the website does all your promoting for you it promotes you know just you and I, I guess it's like I will see more growth out of focusing on other things rather than just bashing my face into streaming. Right. Um, and that's just because it, it eliminates the like weird random chance of the only growth. The only way that I grow yeah. or like my stream gets in front of people is if people click on it. It's, it's more controlled, right? Yeah. I mean, what you're saying. I'm going to yeah. use that corporate term of it's more organic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather than just, yeah, like you said, billboard adding Twitter all the time. Be like, hey, I'm live. Hey, I'm yeah. live. Yeah. 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 I think another thing, time management is very important. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier in the show, a lot of people getting into streaming are balancing working a full time job or going to school or something. So, you know, it's not it may not be the wisest thing to try to expand to all these platforms, uh, especially early on. Um, and to kind of take a lesson from what you guys mentioned, I think, you know, it's not every form of content creation is going to be for you. And, you know, you may find something that's not streaming that clicks a lot better that yeah. now you that just kind of steamrolls from there. And it's like, oh, well, actually, you know, maybe I should go do more YouTube stuff because that's that's actually been doing really well. Or, you know, Instagram, I, I really enjoy this and it's doing well for me. You know, maybe I should focus more time on that and, and shift, you know, your focus based on what's working well and what you're actually enjoying and understanding mm-hmm. that's that's a big part of the reason why i've shifted not just from like a monetary and youtube like kind of screwing things up viewer wise or view, viewership wise uh for for my youtube channel but i enjoy streaming more it's a lot more of what i love it's like the core of me being able to just entertain and have that instant uh gratification of having people watch and be excited by my content and i know that people are enjoying the stream rather than like I appreciate everybody that watches my YouTube stuff, but also YouTube comments are pretty bad. Thankfully, mine is not as as uh, as bad as a lot of other channels. But I don't. There's a disconnect there, and there, there always will be a disconnect there. You know, because it's a vod. It's there for them to watch on their time. I'm not hanging out in my. Com- Sorry, guys. I'm not hanging out in my comments, going like, ah. <laughs> like the hubris I'm seeing yeah. right now, Max. Yeah. Yeah. All those people rushing to be first to comment. Guess what? I don't You're care. Not getting <laughs> <laughs> None of us care. None of us care as YouTubers. <laughs> like, no, like, go for it. it. Get that first yeah. comment. Do it. <laughs> I definitely agree with the disconnect part. And yeah. as far as like live content to non-live content, where like, and I actually uh, DM'd one of my friends and was saying like, it's really weird that people are enjoying the videos and stuff because whenever I'm watching that stuff happen, like I showed my notifications on on stream the other day and it just said like 99 plus, you know? And everybody's like, how do you sort through that? And I was like, I really kind of don't like, because <laughs> it's just, it's too much. And on top of that, like, it doesn't even feel like people are reacting necessarily to me as much as they are the video. Whereas like in, in my stream, yeah. that's me. 
That's well, you're right. doing characters and things yeah, like right. that. You know? yeah. It's the same thing Those with are, a lot of entertainment. Like you said, with like Andy Kaufman, he's just doing characters the entire time. And, and it's like, do you know who that guy is? That guy might be you know, like completely yeah. different. But he likes yeah. doing that thing, and it's an outlet. But for yeah. you, it's like doing these characters is an outlet for you to do this, this sort of thing that you like. But being yeah. able to oh, stream yeah. and have people connect with you, the person, a whole different different thing now that was another question that i had uh another one that's drawn from my own thinking about moving out to other platforms right because i was a career artist uh before i started streaming i have a, a deep passionate connection to survivalism wilderness outdoors stuff i don't hunt anymore but i like getting out there and almost dying uh things like that are real big driving factors for me and i i while i want some of that to be private and personal and just be for me i also want to share uh some of that stuff but I struggle with it because I can't even find the time to do that in my personal life. Um, what, how do you think that there's how much value and consideration do you think there should be given to like trying actively trying to create content either on your anchor platform or on other platforms that serves a purpose like that as an outlet, um, as something that is I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about this other thing, but I can't really you know, it, it's hard for me to justify doing it in my personal life because I, you know, I need the metrics and whatever. Obviously, there's a there's a, a tough line to ride there. But do you think that's something that's that's worth considering? Or is it is it really dangerous, you know, to look at these as as outlets for your like creative expression or these other things that you want to do are really useful? But so you're asking, is it worth it to, to invest time in other things that aren't necessarily like good for you growth wise and monetarily or? I think it? I left it intentionally ambiguous because I don't know exactly how to phrase okay. what my question is. Okay. Well, I guess it's a good thing to touch on anyways, because I think it's kind of what you're talking about. Um, good example for me is I do those role play shows that I do, right? Uh, with role, uh, with JP and Adam and, and Dan's Game and all those dudes. It allows me to work with other broadcasters that I really respect and, and I know are talented in what they do. Monetarily, not really. You know, I, I make some money from it. Uh, we get compensated for it, but uh, it's, it's not something that it's a, it's a large investment of time, but for me, I see a lot of people that find me through that show and also vice versa. It allows me to create content that I otherwise wouldn't have been able to create, which is, and it allows an outlet for me to show off being able to do different characters and voices and immerse myself in roles and people get invested into those characters from those shows. And so there's a lot of cross pollination that way. And the big one is just, it's some, it's content that I would love to make on my own, but I cannot make on my own because I can't do that on my own, you know? Right. No. But like, do I make a whole bunch of money doing those shows? No, I don't. I do it because I like doing those shows and I really like doing characters and things like that and voices. So it's an outlet for me to do that. And also again, work with other professionals that are known on Twitch and have, you know, audiences that care about yeah, what they certainly. do. And so, so it's a good way to network. Uh, <laughs> what a great um, word. Yeah, I, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's an evil, right? It's a necessary evil of doing this. Yeah. You want to network, but networking the right way, it comes back to being genuine, and hopefully, people resonate yeah. with you as a person and your character, uh, rather than like, hey, this guy really wants my numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So, no, so I, there's value in that way for me, but I just think that's like a trade-off that you have to be like. You have to understand, I guess, yourself, like the trade off of, like you said, like the trade off of like money to like what you enjoy doing and like the other things that come with that, um, with you doing that. I, I just think you need to know like what you're willing to trade off to do those other things. You know, if you're willing to 
you know, sacrifice some time like streaming to, to work on your stuff and you don't mind doing that. Like if it's going to bother you to do that, to work on that stuff and the whole time you're doing it, you're like, I should be doing this other thing. I shouldn't mm -hmm. be doing this. Then you yeah. shouldn't be doing that. You should go yeah. do the other thing. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to figure that one out for myself. Yeah. And that's just you. Like you, you gotta, like, if it's going to like bother you the whole time, then don't, then don't right. do it. Just do it when right. you want to, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, with content creation, you know, when streaming becomes your job or when playing video games becomes your job, you, you lose like that, you know, you still enjoy it. Like I would say all of us here still enjoy content creation, but it's important to still have outlets that are just kind of more hobbyish. And, and you know, that stuff still helps with content creation. Right. But you yeah. know, it's like, I think it is very important to do things outside the box, even if it's just like some type of small creative outlet um, that allows you to experiment, try new things. And I think that's the beauty of content creation is it's so versatile. There's so many different things that we can do. So it's like, yeah. people people don't like change, but like, if you test out other things, like you might even hit on something that actually exactly. people really do like, and then you found. And I have seen like, that a couple of times. Going with that. Where somebody just somebody was like, I I, I sort of want to do this for me. Like I need I need to do this because I need to do this. And they start making a thing, and they're like, Hey, and if you guys like this other thing that I do, you know, go watch it over there. And then suddenly, like that thing starts taking off, and they're like, Oh, I can actually focus more time on it. And then they transition all their time over to doing. They're like, I'm so much happier now because this is the thing that I didn't even know that I wanted to do the whole time. And I just started doing it because it was fun. And I mean, think about how many of our streamer friends say the same thing about streaming. It's like, I started streaming because it was fun. And then it's like the coolest thing that I've ever done. And so I just kept doing it. Same thing can also be true about some of these other things, like going into podcasting or people who've done like, you know, like interesting, like modeling stuff um, and also like cosplay creation stuff. Like they started cosplaying just for doing launch events or whatever. Um, and then they're like, cosplaying is so fun. It actually took off. Now that's most of what I'm doing. This is really, really neat to see how those transitions can work because you did it because you wanted to, because sure. you had that passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, if you come well, in, it's already hard enough for us that have been doing it for a while to to stay away from like focusing on numbers and metrics and all that stuff. And that just being the only thing that affects your mental mood and state. Yeah. So if you're already coming into the space with that thought process, you're already shooting yourself in the foot. And it's so hard for people to understand like, yes, <laughs> yeah. those things are important, but they do not help you do a, like have a good stream. Yeah. Like they, they can help you to a point, but they do not help people get engaged with you if you're constantly looking at your viewer count and being like, wow, more people need to be yeah. watching me right now. That's why I always right. encourage people that, that start out streaming to just don't look at that get and get used to being in front of the Absolutely. camera and figuring out what you're about. Like yeah. you're, you are raw <laughs> as much as you may have some like innate talents that you're, you know, th that are a part of you and you know, your skill set. you're still raw as a broadcaster and you don't know necessarily what your yep. stream's about unless you're just really focused and you do, I don't know. Maybe you're I think I'm going to steal that phrasing because I, 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 I focus on the same concept, um, but I don't think I use that, that same phrasing. I really like this. Your, your numbers don't make you have a good stream. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't make you have a good – they may reflect it, but they don't make you have a good stream. So mm -hmm. if what you want to do is have a right. good stream, what can you do to have a good stream? What can mm -hmm. you focus on and actually put into the stream to get a good stream out of that? Because it sure as hell ain't numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's nice to uh, see numbers and stuff, but mm -hmm. what happens if you see like less than you want? Even exactly. Me, even me now, like sometimes right. I, I try my best to never look at it during my stream. Sometimes <laughs> I'll check like maybe like two hours in and then like towards the end or something like that. But most of the time I try nowadays not to look at it. 
because then you can always check it out afterwards and, and then then you can pick it apart and stuff when you're not on camera in front of a microphone where it's going to yeah. obviously affect your mental state that doesn't That's help what i'm trying you. to do now is like once a week i want to go back and look at all the things that i was the, the the games i was streaming when i was what else was happening at that time and what my numbers were and how many raids i got and how that affected stuff once a week get myself like a weekly assessment for metrics so i don't have to focus on it the rest of the time uh so we are running out of time here so yes. if you guys have any questions for us before we head off we can rapid fire uh a couple questions before we do our shout outs uh so anything we talked about anything related to the, the nature of today's show feel free to throw it in chat and uh, we'll try to answer what we can before we have to jet use the stream doctor for that that's that's true stream doctor is a pretty fantastic show hey loca when is that show uh, for this month, it's Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, new day, because uh, I have an obligation on Tuesdays. But yeah, if you want your stream reviewed, you want help particularly on your stream, you should check that out. That's yeah, free, like, right here. You guys just pick part streams mercilessly? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man, yeah, see, if that were uh... true, like, I would absolutely need Loco to, to focus on mine, because I, like, I need a little bit of, need a little bit of shred. You got to tear them down before you can build them up, right? Yeah. Oh, boy, it's not for the faint of heart. No, no, no. It's, it's nice. I'm nice about it. It's just, it's just feedback. Like, it's just like, hey, look at my channel, you know? Tell me any feedback. I'll it's look a good, at your... like, and when you can't focus on your, you like, you, you're, you are, so, we are our own worst critics every time. And sometimes not even just because we're picking apart, but sometimes we're like, no, that thing's fantastic when nobody else thinks so. And you really need both sides of that. It's like, that thing is great, but you don't know it. And that thing is terrible, even though you think it's great. Uh, and seeing like where you can make those, make those transitions. You can't just rely on yourself to, to look at those. I yeah. always find that to be so interesting. It's always helpful to have like a different set of eyes on things. Um, so we, we do have a question from Spilled Orange Juice who asks, what are your thoughts on branching out with more physical things like merch or even startup companies? Really good question. Ooh, um, yeah. I mean, one thing I, that comes to mind prominently is, uh, you know, Professor Broman with Rare Drop. They do Guardian Con. They have mm -hmm. uh, their their coffee Kings company, Coast, yeah. Kings Coast. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Dodger doing uh, coffee stuff. Basically, yeah. start a coffee company is uh, what it comes down to. <laughs> I have I have coffee myself. Successful. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's I, it's in my little my Twitch mug. No, I think that's I think that's still something that you're seeing um, streamers now kind of try to foray into and figure out. And some of them have had success with it, but you don't see it on a larger scale because it is tough to do. Very tough. And the ones that are doing it are the ones that have their 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 stuff together. You know, the ones that are kind of taking the risk because it is a risk too. It's not necessarily yeah. guaranteed that it's going to work. Um, for me, I think the thing that most people can try to do for merch is. I, I have crappy merch right now. It's not the worst merch ever, but it's not anywhere <laughs> where I want it to be. And I'll straight up tell you that. I think the shirts are good, but I think they can be a lot better and more consistent with more variety. And that's part of what I'm working on this year. Um, beyond nice. that, beyond that, yeah, I think trying to keep your ears open and, and uh, see what might be a potential opportunity for you um, and being willing to, to, to take risks or at the very least learn more about X potential endeavor yeah. So I guarantee you, Broman and all these people, like none of that would have happened if they didn't first sit down and even have those initial talks. People are afraid to have those yes. initial talks at first and being open to opportunity like that because it's scary when you go outside of your box. You know streaming, you know this, 
And then people are like, well, this is also potentially interesting too. And it's hard to sort through all the, the bull emails of like, Hey, this opportunity for, it's hard to find out what's legit and worth your time. Right. Yeah. Very. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think conquering that initial fear to, to even just have those discussions and see what is there. Cause if you don't like it and it seems like something that's not a good fit for you, then you don't have to do it. But if you're, if you're crippled by fear to not even have those discussions at first, then nothing will happen and you'll just stay in your I box. Think a pl- I think a plan is important, but at the same time, not demanding a perfect plan because then you'll yeah. never get off the ground because there's no such thing. Yeah. You'll just sit there and yeah. go and wait until you somehow magically construct the perfect mm-hmm. plan that can't exist. Yeah. Uh, and in conjunction with that, I personally, I don't like the idea of throwing, you know, j- just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks uh, and just trying a bunch of different, like all mm-hmm. at once is I'm going to have coffee and I'm going to have merch at this store and merch no, at this yeah. other store and this other type of thing and be doing that. got to cover thing. all your bases. Yeah, like 3,000 different, 3,000 different things because people are going to be so inundated that they're not going to want to get any of them. It's like, well, I don't know which one's about. I'm just not even going to bother. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, what do, what do you really want to focus on for that stuff? And I, that's probably true with spreading out your content in all these other ways as well. In addition to like the merch and all the various links that you can have and right. starting up additional companies. How many platforms are you going to go out to? Well, which ones make the most sense for what you actually want to do? This yeah. is a, it's a perfect opportunity for, to mention to you guys, my gassy Mexican uh, odor spray. Uh, if you guys are interested in that at all, uh, it's not, <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's not a, a thing. But... Damn it. I want to smell like a gassy Mexican. <laughs> no, that doesn't even uh, sound good. It no. doesn't even, maybe, yeah, no, maybe in like a Spencer's gift shop. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Spencer's. That's about the only appeal yeah. it has is like a novelty thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and, I don't I mean, know if I want to be known for that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with merch too is like if you make merch based on your brand you have to have a brand you have to have an identity it's not doesn't make sense to like start streaming and have a merch store like it goes back to what we mentioned earlier you don't want to spread yourself out too thin i think having a merch store from the get-go is like the worst option mm-hmm. of any of your options to like spread into like yeah. focus on your twitter focus on building that brand before you sell your brand i absolutely i didn't have a merch shop for the longest time because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be crap. When I say it's crap, it's because I haven't put the effort in to make it better. The quality of the shirts and stuff, like it's DBH and they have pretty pretty decent quality, but I haven't invested yeah. the time to make it what I want it to be. Uh, I see so many people that are newer, smaller streamers that just like have a merch store. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, yeah. I guess if, I it's, a... if you just wanted to wear your own shirt, which is kind of partly what I just wanted, I just wanted yeah. to have a shirt I that had my stuff on it. One. That's fine. But if you're going but in there with expectations, with you know. too. what were you, you going to say, Lance? I didn't want to cut you. Oh, no, I, I was just going to say I had a joke merch store for a long time whenever I was like a lot, I guess, like smaller. That sounds uh, like you. Where like I, I don't even remember the site it was set up on, but people could click on it and it would have like random messages that I put on like a thong <laughs> or something. And it would be just the most random garbage ever. But it was not like my brand at all. But it was just a joke thing that like people could click on and stuff. Well, but now you have a brand. You have memes based about the content yeah. that you've made. Like, where are the Burger Kid shirts? I'm just saying. Now it's time to sell out. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> give it to us. Now, my biggest fear with that, with the merch thing, is is quality. Because you guys remember yeah. all the all the stuff that was blowing up about like streamers shipping out shirts after they ran a campaign and like they were faded or they ruined after one wash or they were the wrong size, mm-hmm. wrong material. That scares the ever loving hell out of me. Yeah, uh, to to put my brand with another company and be like, here, I trust you completely to make something great for everybody that supports me and spends money on me and things like that. And yeah, 
Um, that's why I uh, there's a streamer Wavy actually. He yeah, does his he does his own like he he got like a a t-shirt press yeah, or press. whatever it is. Pretty, and yeah. like so he does all of his own so like he knows like the quality of them basically. And that's the only other option I think I Screen. would probably go with, but I know it's not practical for me at least. Um mm-hmm. For most people, a lot of people they just go with like the the design by humans and stuff like that. But which which design by humans has gotten better and stuff over the time. But even yeah. then, sometimes oh, yeah. they get some misprints and stuff where it's like, all right, what happened here? Thankfully, sure. and and again, I can say that maybe this level of service doesn't. I, I know that it doesn't always trickle down to like smaller streamers and stuff. If I say to them, maybe like, hey, can we sort this out? Can we fix this order? They might respond more because of just being a larger streamer and stuff. But that doesn't—that's not necessarily indicative of somebody who's smaller being like, "Hey, somebody got this order and it's—it's it's slightly bad." I'm not going to guarantee that they'll respond to you, just because yeah. that's what they do as a business, right? They—they—they they, they, uh, look at and and uh, the word is escaping me. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to stop talking. That's cool with you. <laughs> okay. No, they, we, they, we they cater to you. Trying to figure this out. Uh, they prioritize. They prioritize. Now. Thank you. God. <laughs> Do you Whew. guys do anything if one day your stream flops? Let's see, since they have 100 viewers, but that's then the drops to 60. To get to. Well, uh, so if you drop to 60 from 100, that's not a stream floppy. If you're 12 from 100, it consists that would that would be a different different thing. 60s 60s a bump in the road. It's uh, do so, you do anything about it or no? Um, yeah, so that, that, I think that's part of the value of doing the multi-platform stuff. Um, yeah. Having your foot. That's part of the part of the point of the subject that we're tackling as a whole. Um, the part of the point of having your foot in, in or your fingers in different pies, feet in different doors. I don't know how stuff works. Um, I know things. Uh, you get to pivot. You get to, to like, while you have some power, you should try and leverage that in a way that creates value on other platforms in case something happens because nothing is going to last forever. Twitch doesn't, YouTube doesn't. They seem like immense powerhouses now, but, you know, never in the history of humanity has that ever been the case. Rome fell, right? Everything, this, 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 this yeah. is how things go. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Like, it might be don't valuable rely to start solely that way. on Twitch or solely on yeah, YouTube. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah, should you... always like be branching on one other platform, I think. It's like focus on this and like have a Twitter or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's true. Um, but yeah, guys, that is going to wrap it up for us today. We're going to do our shout outs. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And Max, Lance, thank you guys so much for, for being here. And this has been oh, a thank you so knowledge much. bomb of an episode so thank oh, you guys great. yeah it's fun was awesome yeah I, th- um, I think this is one of the most important subjects for that sure it's got my mind thinking about. like this is going to be one of the episodes where after i'm just like i have so many ideas so many thoughts I, like i, I to, know like... i'm considering not <laughs> streaming later today so that i can just work on the stuff that we <laughs> talked about <clears throat> um max where can we find you what are you streaming what are you up to uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Gassy Mexican. You can find me on Instagram at Gassy Mexican underscore. See, I'm doing things. <laughs> no, literally, just look up Gassy Mexican, uh, and you'll find it on pretty much everything. Um, I'm a variety broadcaster that has been doing it for a while. Uh, kind of what you see is what you get here. Maybe a little bit more amped up energy. Um, but yeah, I, I just kind of do my thing and try to entertain and be funny. Um, that's it. <laughs> Lance, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Lance with two L's or however the you L Lance. Say it. The L Lance. Uh, somebody said it was T H L Lance, and I I just I didn't know how to take that one. But, Lance. Um, T H L Lance. 
uh, the the Twitch is just, I mean, it's on the screen, so I guess I don't really need to say too much about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I I, I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, I've watched Same. the show a lot, so uh, I was very very happy whenever Hunter reached out to me, and I appreciate That's it. That's awesome. Woohoo! <laughs> and it's I was been, happy. It's been a blast and a pleasure. I was happy that I was able to make it this time. That was great. Thanks uh, for actually showing up. Thanks for actually showing you're up. Welcome. You are very welcome. No, I was happy that you guys didn't. You know, for those that don't know, I was supposed to be on here before. Totally just slept through it. Didn't didn't even. And then forgot about it. Realized I forgot about it. And was like, oh my God, I'm a horrible friend. <laughs> so uh, so I'm here now. Um, and also just because it's, uh, it is a show about, you know, improving streams and tips and stuff like that. I do have some stuff on the creator camp stuff on Twitch. If you want to check that oh, out. Oh, cool. Tips and tricks and things like that about uh, just kind of for newer streamers. Um, if you're kind of a little bit more experienced with streaming, maybe it's not good advice, but you can hear me word vomit a little bit at the well, camera. Well, it's never going to be bad advice, right? It's always going to be valuable. I don't know. I just say what I know, and if it makes sense, I literally say in the creator camp too. I'm pretty sure anything that I say, I usually like. This may work for you. It may not. I don't know. Just take it at, at for what it is. Sure. Uh, but check that out if you want to, because um, some people have found that helpful. Cool. Thanks. I, uh, I uh, okay. Anthem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be streaming a hell of a lot of Anthem over on twitch.tv slash the Hunter Wild starting on Friday. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be 12 hours a day plus. Uh, and I'm and I'm incredibly excited about that. That's my that's my pitch for me. I also do. I've been posting the crazy load of stuff on Instagram at the Hunter Wild. And I'm really at my peak on Twitter at the Hunter Wild TV. Uh, if uh, frankly, I think I'm just at the peak of of Twitter. Uh, so if you want to see the absolute best um, uh, emptiness and nothingness, uh, I can I definitely have you covered. Really selling Twitter. yourself there. I know. I'm, I've got, I've do. got it. You're I've getting got it, good I've at got this. it down. <laughs> I've learned a lot. Also, I do want to say, guys, that there is a show right after this. Yeah. There's a show right after this. Don't go anywhere because your brand, your business is going to be on literally at the end of this show. Uh, they're going to be joined by McLaffy Taffy talking about how to work yes. with an agency. Uh, so, Which is a very important subject. Yes. Uh, so it's going to be really, really helpful. And it's literally at the second that the show ends. So stay tuned, guys, for some more educational content about streaming. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Did you, do you have that on a sticky <laughs> note that you just read? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for more educational content. On the next episode. Um, but yeah, I'm twitch.tv slash loco L-O-W-C-O. You can find me on Twitter as well, Luco2525. Uh, I am currently doing a Metro playthrough for my first time. Oh, that's right. So cool. I'm playing games. all the Metro games. Yep. Uh, did not realize that they were scary. So it's been oh, an yes. interesting first day. <laughs> oh, they are. <laughs> little little lot of jump scares, a little, little creepy, but uh, I'm a baby. But anyways, I'm getting through it. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed this content, follow us here on Twitch. Uh, we do shows. We have, what, three shows weekly now? So we have this, Your Brand, Your Business, and The Stream Doctor on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can check us out at, on Twitter, YouTube, website, uh, basically everything, <laughs> Streamer Square. Website! Internet! <laughs> Internet, streamersquare.com, beep, boop, bop. Check us out, guys. We also have a Discord. It's open to everybody, so... Uh, if you need help, you want to talk with other streamers, find some artists to work with, get some tech help, check out the Discord. It's all free, and uh, it's really, really helpful stuff. And if you want to give us some money, you can check us out on Patreon, because you get really cool behind-the-scenes stuff 
like this episode behind the scenes before and after the show mm-hmm. uh, and Q&A's other stuff on the Patreon. Give us some money to help us do what we do here and uh, we'll give you give some us money. Cool stuff in return. Give us, give us money. money. It's as straightforward as it could be. Give us some money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next time on the stream scene. Have a good day and stay tuned for your brand new business right after this. Bye, my friends. We are Streamer Square. We're veteran streamers who know what it's like to start with a powerful dream, but also with zero viewers and followers. It can be incredibly challenging and feel surprisingly lonely, especially when it seems like you have to do and learn everything yourself. That's why I started Streamer Square back in 2014 when I was trying to figure out how to stream. There wasn't much information out there. I wanted to create a central resource for people who are trying to learn how to stream but also for more experienced creators who are trying to take this dream to the next level. And now I'm teaming up with the Hunter Wild as well as HB Fox to really gear up what we can do for passionate and driven streamers like you. So you can learn what works, what doesn't, and why in order to create your own success without having to make the same mistakes as everyone else. We want to help you work smarter, not harder, and to see greater success as early as possible. We're all content creators. All of us know how challenging it can be to get rewarded for the countless hours, the blood, the sweat, and the tears that go into our passions. As Streamer Square, we're no exception. We want to put something wonderful out into the world and see people fall in love with it, grow from it, come back, and help us create more of it. And that's only possible when you throw yourself into the mix because you are an integral part of what we do. So what is Patreon? Why does it matter? And how does it all work? Patreon gives content creators like us a way to get paid for all the hard work we put into our free content and resources, like our expansive info-rich website and deeply informative podcast streams, all while letting our patrons get some incredibly unique rewards and the gratitude they deserve. You can choose from any of our reward tiers that speaks to you the most, as well as fit your budget in order to become an official patron and gain access to patron exclusive goodies, features, and content. We've got everything from a low commitment thank you tier all the way up to personal coaching for your stream and even more coming in the future. And if you need to tone down or ramp up your patronage, you can do so with ease to maintain complete control and get exactly what you need. You can change your patron level at will. Patrons like you are vital to what we do. As a patron, you're not only fueling our creative engines and significantly helping to fund the entirety of Streamer Square, but you're also allowing us to seize upon our singular vision of crafting the best opportunities and chances of success for streamers. As you help us hit our goals, we get to empower Streamer Square together to build out even bigger and better rewards while continuing to keep our existing content and resources fresh and on point. So whether you're a content creator yourself or have a desire to help us co-create vibrant careers for all the streamers out there, Patreon is a fantastic and easy approach. Become a patron and let us do the heavy lifting. Let us work with you to make something incredible starting right now. Seize the opportunity to use anything and everything we can do to give you the most power and control over your stream and your entire career as a content creator. We're going to do everything we can to take the tens of thousands of hours of streaming experience and package it up for you. Make your own luck, get the most out of your grind, learn from our mistakes and successes, and carve your own path right alongside us. Pick one of our Patreon reward tiers right now to take your next big step towards success. And let's create a stream the internet can't ignore.
back and do. I don't know the words. This is how we do it. Bam, 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 bam. Patreon gives content. <laughs> Your patronage in the future farts in a pickle. This hair. Do not do that. Do not do that hair. We should probably have like. Up reels. What do you call those things? I don't know.